0: You just whip that out on the spot. On the spot. It was like a perfect spiral. Dude. Like, how did you go from having it tucked to throwing a perfect spiral that fast?
1: Could you imagine if that got tipped?
0: No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. Welcome back to New Heights, presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment and brought to you by Uncrustables those delicious lie. american empanadas best part of the sandwich
0: <laughs> empanadas it's, it is delicious and i'm very happy that they've come on board the new heights team thank you Incrustibles.
1: we're teamed up we are your host i'm travis kelsey this is my big brother jason kelsey out of cleveland heights ohio cincinnati bearcat alums all right now and uh new episodes drop every wednesday here on new heights Uh, especially during the NFL season, so subscribe on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the show on all social media at New Heights Show that is with one S, and check out the official fan club at NewHeightsShow.com. Also with one S, Jason, tell the people what we have coming up.
0: Well, we got another episode ready for you guys. We're going to recap both of our games from week 14. Shocker, uh, another Buns week for both of us. Um,
1: Back-to-back Buns. Yeah, it's great. Um...
0: (laughs) We'll get to some fan mentions, uh, including shout-outs from uh, X Games, and we'll break down the biggest storylines from around the league uh, and outside the league. Uh, because, a spoiler alert, there was also a uh, baseball player that signed a contract for $700 million.
1: What the fuck
0: are we doing? But first, as always... Hmm. new, New new, New news! All righty, New Heights Starter Jacket. This
1: is so fucking cool, man.
0: That's right, Trev. I didn't even know this... But apparently, there's a New Heights starter jacket out there. Apparently.
1: <laughs> Homage.com, showing showing some love to New Heights, baby. I'm a big vintage collector myself. You see my Cleveland yeah. Cavaliers, world-class basketball adventures t-shirt. Probably came out somewhere in the 90s. This looks like a 90s era, like Cleveland colorway era. Dude, starter jackets growing up, even now, I still rock starter jackets, windbreakers, the button-ups, all of them, every last one of them.
0: Do we have starter jackets growing up?
1: Dude, what did we?
0: I, I know we did, right? uh I know I had I had a Browns one, I think.
1: Yes, you did because mm-hmm. I had I don't even want to say this on here.
0: Mm-hmm. What Guardians? No. Lumberjacks? No. Oh, was it um It wasn't it was Michigan. Cleveland.
1: Was it? it wasn't Michigan either.
0: Who else was your team?
1: It was um Uncle Don's Yankees starter you had jacket. Did a Yankee
0: starter jacket?
1: Yeah, it was a Yankees starter jacket.
0: Why did you have a Yankees starter jacket? I don't
1: know. I wasn't a huge Yankees fan growing up. I guess I loved like Derek Jeter. I was fucking with Derek Jeter. Um, who was it? Paul Coffey was an Ohio guy.
0: Paul Coffey. Paul. That Coffee is played, not his name. He played
1: hockey. Who am Paul, I thinking Paul
0: Coffey was a defensive line. Paul O'Neill. Excuse Red me. Wings.
1: Ohio State. Paul O'Neill.
0: I got Ohio you. Ohio State yeah.
1: alum. That's uh, named the, <laughs> Roger the the Rocket man, Roger Clemens. Fuck, but he was uh, he was a little bit of a German. He'd been around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea why I had that one. I had that one, and I had a uh, Uncle Don's Purdue. Purdue? He had a Purdue one where it said uh, Don right there, yeah. That's all Shout awesome. out to the Boilermakers, man. George Karloftis. Yeah, no, uh, but New Heights coming out with a starter jacket. Legendary, man. I can't, uh, can't thank him enough for doing it. I think it's one of the coolest things ever, and I'll definitely be rocking that thing uh, in the fall and winters from here on out.
0: Yeah. Well, this is a special limited release. The window to order is today december 13th through december 17th so this is going to close pretty quick uh the starter jackets will ship in january and again these are limited amounts so if you want one of these you're definitely gonna have to order online asap
1: another special announcement uh for the jackets we are giving a few of these away that's right the new height starter jackets uh we're giving them out to a few lucky 92 uh, percenters right now hey for a chance to win make sure you sign up for the club 92 new heights show.com. um and if you haven't already head to new heights and click join club 92 all right now and on club 92 you'll be able to enter your name um and information and you'll be put into a raffle that's right a new heights raffle to win one of these dope starter jackets so shout out to homage.com
0: got to be careful with your name and information these days a lot of sketchy organizations and club 92 <laughs> sounds a little sketchy. I'd be careful with who you're giving your name and information out <laughs> to. I don't want, you know, I can't promise. We're not going to flood your inbox with spam. Uh, Brandon runs uh, uh, club 92. So we will send Jake to your house to talk about the jets. Oh, okay. You don't want that.
1: No, I'm not sure if anybody wants that.
0: Well, another new news, we are the number one and number two top selling jerseys in the United kingdom nice the uk baby yeah trav you got the number one best-selling jersey good to know we're still number one in something these days
1: not right now
0: and uh followed by me at number two this is crazy it's it's travis then me then pat mahomes and Jalen Hurts.
1: doesn't like, make any sense
0: doesn't make any sense at all
1: yeah no i'm not either way i'll take it
0: a lot of Swifties over there in the UK. It's
1: gotta be. It's the only right? only only reasonable solution to all this. Yeah. So
0: And I think my I'm only number two because I think a lot of people in the UK maybe just don't watch football and they're like, Oh, I heard this Kelsey guy dates Taylor Swift and they just buy my jersey on accident.
1: <laughs> no, no, no.
0: They're all uh they're all <laughs>
1: Kylie Kelsey fans. Ah, oh, that's what The doc the They're all Kylie Kelsey fans. So they they're supporting Kylie, of course. Shout out to Kylie, shout out to Taylor. Thank you guys.
0: Yeah, this is really cool. So thank you for supporting to all of our uh friends over there across the pond
1: dude we got to get it we got to get over there dude we got to get over there i feel like if this is what's going on in the uk we we got to get a live show over there dude
0: uh, you don't got to talk me into that i'd be i'd be really i'd be very down for that
1: The uk got to do it in london right
0: uh yeah i mean i'll do it wherever i'm not gonna lie i know we're the number one and number two selling jerseys i get the uk and ireland northern ireland scott like is scotland and northern ireland are in the uk right the no. United Kingdom is all of it?
1: No, I think I it's just up all the time. Britain. I just think it's Britain.
0: No, no, no. Britain's is separate. Britain is Great Britain. Then there's Britain. Then there's England. Then there's...
1: Well, then I'm fucking... I'm gone. I gotta get... I'm usually good with <laughs> these things. Geography is usually like kind of my thing, but... I don't know any of this shit. All
0: right, so yeah, I, I think I was on it. The United Kingdom is made up of England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland.
1: So part of Ireland, Ireland is the the kingdom.
0: Well, Ireland that is called Ireland is like a separate country, right? So like, I don't even know if they call it Southern Ireland. They just refer to the the part that's a part of the UK is Northern Ireland. I think I think that's how it that works. I'm not entirely positive. There's a lot of clarifications for a bunch of white people that eat unseasoned food. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dad, damn small portion too unseasoned and small portion they just like they just don't want to fucking they just don't want to put effort in that's what it is they just want to get get the job done nice well shout out to everybody across the pond over there in uk for uh for grabbing our jerseys and um yeah it's pretty damn cool we'll have to we'll have to try and find our way over there uh this off season and uh and say hello to everybody in person man
0: we also got an opportunity to do one in australia if you want to go there aussie we make a world tour, I guess.
1: All right, fan mentions of the week All right now. A few fan mentions hey. uh, here in week, what is this, 14? Our friends over at uh, Two Bears and One Cave, um, Tom Segura, uh, saw our video response of uh, the mom mom versus moms cage match and uh commented i feel like donna could kill our moms and we're here for it <laughs> <laughs> classic response well played we also had a uh, 92%er on on uh, the new heights reddit chinito 93 mentioned that we could have called ourselves two bear cats one cave and we blame brandon because he's supposed to be on top of this and that's i mean he's sitting right in front of our face
0: yeah that's pretty obvious I don't know why we didn't think of that.
1: For whatever reason, I always, whenever I see or think about bear cats, I always forget that bear is in the front of it. Because Go Cats was like our, like, it's a part of our chant and song. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, a, tr- a bing tarong Is it bing tron or bing, bing Bear cat uh, does not resemble a bear. and really doesn't resemble a cat. It's, or anything that looks like it's combined. It's a very weird name for an animal. Um, if you ever look up one of these things, Brandon, throw up one of these pictures. I have a picture of a big bizcherong, I think is how you pr- pronounce it. It's like,
1: a, it's like a sloth and a raccoon. And a
0: raccoon. Ooh, yeah. you're on the same page there. Have we talked about how the Bearcats got their name?
1: Why don't you educate the people and me, because I forgot.
0: A guy, a former player by the name of Teddy Bear, had such a good game Ooh. in one of the papers the next day, they said he played as strong as a bear and as quick as a cat. Ooh. something like that. Ooh. And then they ended up naming the whole university off of that.
1: And then the Cincinnati Zoo made a bearcat. They well, combined think, the species.
0: I think no, I, I I think that's probably not how that happened. But look at these binturong, binturong. Gosh, look at how ugly they are.
1: I mean, to each his own. Everyone finds beauty in.
0: If that thing had a number one podcast, it'd be up for sexiest bearcat of the year. <laughs> <laughs> look at its whiskers <laughs> on that one. I like that you can tell how old they are.
1: Oh man, maybe he's not he's just not drinking enough water.
0: No, that one looks like uh Sean Connery right there.
1: <laughs> dude, they are some ugly ones out there, dude. That is a terrifying looking thing.
0: Can you imagine seeing that thing out there?
1: Well, I mean I'm not I don't think I'm terrified of it. It's just an ugly looking fucking thing. There's more uglier stuff, but shout out to there Teddy are. Bear, you
0: Yeah. The great you,
1: you quick cat.
0: I don't think that was the exact quote, but it's something like that.
1: It's nice. It's something I
0: paraphrased. That but one's ugly. Holy cow. Check out that one.
1: Jesus. That thing's fucking
0: Is that one that one got attacked by a, a bear yeah. bear.
1: Yeah, that thing got just got its ear chopped off. I don't know how it got out. Fuck. Yeah, so shout out to Chinito. Yeah. For calling uh calling our intern Brandon out. Our next fan mention comes from the X Games social account, who saw a clip talking about Kylie's first time skiing out there in Aspen. <laughs> they wrote uh in quotes sounds like Kylie needs a shot at
0: redemption.
1: <laughs> Let's get Kylie down the half pipe this time. <laughs> we
0: we have talked about skiing again ever since that debacle. Maybe starting on a a, a smaller uh, a smaller uh mountain but um more gradual slope.
1: Maybe just a a lesson here and there.
0: Gosh, I haven't been to – it was fun. If you haven't been to the X Games, you get a chance to go.
1: Especially the Winter X Games. And granted, I haven't been to the Summer X Games since there was in Cleveland back in the day. But this – dude, the Winter X Games, you don't realize how high these people are flying in the it's air, crazy. dude. It, it really is, is insane. It is electric, man. You sit there, have a few beers, drink a few energy drinks, out riding right an accelerator.
0: Put your snow pants on, your, your your boots.
1: You'll also see some people go to the hospital, unfortunately, but sometimes equally is electric when you find out they're okay.
0: 92% or Daniela on Instagram also commented, this is why she didn't bring you the jeans, Jason. <laughs> it's, it's fair. It's fair.
1: Yeah. Catch him with his pants down. Shout out to Kylie. She's a trooper.
0: Sexiest trooper I know. All right, anyways. Um, and our last fan <laughs> mention comes from Papa Kelsey. Uh, he posted a photo on his Instagram of an awesome wood display case for our grandfather's flag uh, that was sent to him by at Crafted Memorials uh, after they heard us talking about him on the show a few weeks ago. Um, shout out to those guys for sending this. This is awesome.
1: This is so cool, man.
0: My dad just had his Christmas get-together over at his house, and... Um, I got to see it in person. It is spectacular. So, thank you so much for honoring old Bill Kelsey in this fashion. This is great,
1: Slick Willie. This is awesome. We're over this here awesome. acting like jackasses, making uh, making a joke or like trying to, you know, give somebody a smile about a story of our grandfather. Here it is, mm-hmm. and
0: they this come through about. with
1: this and honoring our grandfather. This is uh, this is pretty damn cool.
0: Yep. Before we keep going, we need to shout out our sponsor, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a skill-based, real-money daily fantasy sports game, and it is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports.
1: And with basketball season now here, you can pick up combo projections across football and basketball from their specials league. A league specifically uh, for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues.
0: Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds.
1: Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app.
0: And now for the portion of this ad read labeled Personal Experience to be Read by Talent Outside of Travis and Jason Kelsey. Because we are active NFL players and cannot participate, but you know who can come on in here, Brandon. Look come at how Brandon. cute he is in his little rat t-shirt. shirt. All right, he's talent. Let's go, baby. Get out of here. All
1: right, two quick picks. Uh, really love Rashad White yards, really love Courtland Sutton for yards, but again, make up your own mind. Travis said we've got a specials combos, you've got touchdowns, you've got yards, you've got receptions, you can even pick interceptions uh let's get the guys back here and i'm gonna get out (laughs) now we're back we're back all right well hopefully our intern did you guys right and if you want to get into some daily fantasy this season go to prizepicks.com slash new heights and use code new heights with one s for a first deposit batch up to 100 dollars.
0: that's prizepicks.com slash new heights code new heights for daily fantasy sports made easy
1: All right now, 92%ers, it's time to shout out our next sponsor that we are very excited about having on board. Uncrustables.
0: I'm going to describe it right now. Uncrustables are round, crimped Mm -hmm. sandwiches made Mm -hmm. with soft, pillowy bread filled with peanut butter and grape or strawberry jelly. Uh, They also make honey ones and Nutella ones. I just found that out. Uh, Plus, they definitely have the perfect ratio of peanut butter and jelly, uh, which is Hard to accomplish.
1: Uncrustables make for an incredibly easy on-the-go snack. Perfect for our busy NFL schedules. I can eat one on the way to practice, in the car, post-game, before meetings, during meetings. Um, They're incredibly convenient.
0: We talked about this one on the episode earlier this season, but let's revisit now uh, that we're part of the Uncrustables family. Our Uncrustables dumplings.
1: Um, either, either dumplings or empanadas. I think they're, they're taking it a little far with the uh, whole sandwich thing, but
0: I would say a sandwich can't be enclosed, right? Like it's gotta be, it's gotta be, it's gotta be sandwiched. It can't be Sam Bund. Like, like, yeah, this
1: is more of like an omelet.
0: It's got a filling of peanut butter and jelly. It's like a jelly-filled donut. Ooh, donut. Peanut butter and jelly-filled donut. Has anybody thought about that?
1: For all the 92%ers out there tuning in, wondering where can you get your hands on some Uncrustables? Well, you can find them right in your freezer aisle at your local grocery store.
0: Uncrustables, the best part of the sandwich.
1: Let's keep this thing moving and uh, get into some no-dumb questions, sometimes our favorite part of the episode. All right, now, to answer some not-dumb questions, because there's no such thing as dumb questions, just dumb people. Yep, that's right. A bunch of idiots out here. No-dumb questions is brought to you by our friends at Buffalo Wild Wings. (laughs) Hey-oh! All right, now, let's go, Sports Bar. Let's go, Sports Bar! Nice. There you go, Jason. First one from user... Metal as hell on Club 92. Hey, guys, I'm from Toronto. My partner and I are doing a road trip to Cleveland right now just for uh, just for fun. Okay, hell yeah. Toronto to Cleveland made that trip a few times. Um, Any suggestions for food spots or other things to see or do?
0: Oh, man. Man.
1: Wow. Well, I mean, we haven't been either. Neither one of us has lived there in about 20 years.
0: Right. And we didn't really we didn't really do that much out and about like pretty what? much went to school
1: <laughs> no, lived in Cleveland Heights
0: been. and then went downtown to watch sporting events that's about all we yeah. can remember we didn't go to the west side
1: we only went to the west side to play hockey that was it winterhurst and rocky river that was it and
0: then downtown we Parma. really just went to watch we went to the Gund Arena or Jacobs Field
1: yeah the gun but, jake which are still fantastic venues uh, yep. known as progressive field and uh the I q believe the, the q yeah and uh, as I'm wearing a Cleveland Cavaliers uh, shirt, the Cavs are looking good this year. That's all I'm saying, baby.
0: There we go. <laughs> Let's go,
1: Cavs. What else, man? Uh, you can always stop uh, over uh, over at um, Town Hall. That's uh, that's yeah. where I have been on the west side, a little West 25th Market bar action mm-hmm. over there. Uh, Town Hall, is great food, great vibes, great people. Shout out to my dog, Joe Orvec. Always got to give my guy, Always got to give my guys some shouts, man.
0: If you're on the east side, can't go wrong with uh, Little Italy. Uh, if you like Italian food, you can't really go wrong in Little Italy.
1: Obviously, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame,
0: Corky's Diner. You know, you can go down to the flats and uh, take a look at the dirtiest body of water you've ever seen in your life.
1: <laughs> the <old> Cuyahoga River, <laughs> man, burn on, big river, burn yeah. on.
0: Caught on fire one time, and you could still, and they still sell the perch out of it in some of the restaurants down there if you so choose. It's delicious.
1: It's got a little bit, just a little bit more flavor on that thing. You know what I'm saying? It's been through some shit. Just know? keep the mercury. You know, everything, everything's limited. a little better when it's been through something. Yeah. You know, as
0: long as it's like two, you eat like two or three of them, you'll be fine.
1: Randy Newman made a song about the the river burning on fire. What else is there to do in Cleveland, man? Fuck, obviously. Who uh, made the song? Randy Newman.
0: Randy Newman. Dude, what a freaking... Have you listened to more of his songs?
1: Dude, Toy Story.
0: Toy. Have you, you listened to Short People? You got a
1: friend and me.
0: That guy's a creative you individual. You got a
1: friend... Sorry.
0: You ever heard Short People? Sing it. Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason to live. <laughs> they got tiny hands. <laughs> little lies. They go around telling great big lies. I got nasty little fingers and dirty little feet.
1: This is not real.
0: This <laughs> is an actual I don't know if Dude, I'm mixing I the mean, words around. That's a legitimate song by Randy Newman.
1: He's got some, he's bangers. Got some good ones. That one, that sounds like short people hate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds like he's got yeah. a couple other ones that uh little he's gonna get canceled I, for. we can't go down this road that's a whole rabbit hole we just went down
1: <laughs> what can you do include there's what other food spots we got swanson's you got you get you some good corn beef some rubens
0: i used to love that that um that polish uh smorgasbord spot but it didn't make it through COVID. it's done i think what I do man. man.
1: We got to get back home, what man. We, we got to get back home, man. Is that it's? I just don't. it like We too didn't long.
0: really eat out at like the, the good spots. No. Like it's just the way Look, it was. Just,
1: you want to? You want to? You want to go down
0: our time? Listen, you, go wanna, go yeah, you, some wanna, you want to find Giorgio's
1: oven fresh want, pizza? Oven fresh pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it would cost you five dollars. It'll fucking get the job done.
0: If Mama's boy is still open in Cleveland Heights, I don't know if that's still open.
1: Ooh, oh, uh, what is uh Geraci's Pizza is also a very good spot hidden over in uh University Heights on the east side.
0: You want a good breakfast, go to herbs,
1: <laughs> herbs it's Very right underknown.
0: I'm telling you, don't you don't even you know will the street it's on. What South street Taylor. is Irv's on? South Taylor. Okay, no, it's South on the corner Taylor. of South Taylor and Cedar. It's close.
1: That's yeah, basically. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean it's from a grand grand scheme of things. If you go yeah, to that go corner,
0: to, can't miss it. Well, you can miss it. You have to get out of your car. It's a very small storefront and the restaurant is a much bigger inside, but
1: and you'll fucking love it. You'll love yeah. every bit of it. As soon as you walk in, you'll smell the fucking You want to
0: appreciate a local hole in the wall spot, go to Herbs.
1: Outside of that, man I feel bad. And shout out to everybody in Cleveland. We miss you guys. Yeah, let's uh, keep this thing moving. Uh, Jared Brown via email, which I didn't know people uh, sent in these requests via email. Uh, between Travis and Jason, who lifts the heaviest weights in the weight room? This might be the dumbest question I've ever gotten asked <laughs> well, in my everybody life.
0: Everybody saw that commercial with Chunkies who, Campbell and you beat who me in benches all wrestling the, Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> who wants a champ? who benches the most and squats the most well i don't bench or squat so it looks like jason wins both of those events and he's clearly stronger than me probably (laughs) probably close to twice as strong with me um and to be honest man your 10 yard start still might be faster than mine i remember we raced one time in college and you fucking got me and i was like this doesn't make any fucking sense. He's 40 pounds heavier than me, and he's quicker a than me. Good start. Good start. This guy is on the juice. That was when I thought he was juicing.
0: And then you saw me take my shirt off, and you're like, this guy is not on the juice. <laughs> When's the last time you like, back-squatted?
1: I'll do the Kaiser gotcha. squad work, more explosion and all of that instead I'm of just about- getting under a squat bar. and.
0: Yeah, you do it for the, the functionality of... Being an athlete, not so much for the strength purposes.
1: Yeah. Get everything firing. What, what are you about throwing bench? Up? What are you throwing up?
0: I, I don't know. And I always, before every season, I want to uh, squat over 500 pounds just to mentally feel like I'm still strong. I want to say the most I've done in the last like four years was something like, like 575.
1: My bones just sh- sh- rattled when you said that.
0: In season, I like to try and still squat heavy because I feel like it helps me keep my strength. Benching heavy, I'm not – I don't – I mean, I still bench. In the offseason, I'll hit 150s on the dumbbells. and that's. Like, I was about
1: to say, where the fuck are you going with this? Yeah, yeah. Dumbbells?
0: Nice. Yeah, dumbbell bench, 150. I don't really try and max out on bench press just because I've seen so many guys tear their pecs trying to do that that's
1: terrifying i was gonna mention that but i never i never like going in there
0: i don't think having like a really good bench press necessarily benefits playing football that much like i think there's a point of like diminished returns in that regard
1: yeah i'm with you on that i don't i don't bench one bit <laughs> no i get it i get it after I, I get everything firing these shoulders are fucked so it's uh it's only
0: so much i can do you, you figure out what you can still do and what you can't you know what i mean um There's certain things I do where I just don't even do them anymore because it bothers my back or it bothers my knee, and I know it's going to bother my knee. Like, single-leg squats now, already, like, uh, what are those, Bulgarians? I know that if I do that, like, weighted up there, my knees are going to be sore the next day. So (laughs) you figure a way to get that done without uh, loading it up too too heavy.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that. Well, let's keep this thing moving from at TJ Wiscott on YouTube. I agree with Trav, no mayo or blue cheese. Okay. Not all the way out on blue cheese. Um, I but, don't, I, I can't trust um, anything
0: else this guy's about to say. So also no, no
1: question. What, what college would you have gone to if Cincinnati hadn't been the choice? That's actually a decent, a mm. decent, uh, decent question. Jason, weren't you about, you were about to go Ivy league to play uh saxophone, no. right?
0: <laughs> you keep saying that. No, I was not, I could not have gotten into Ivy league. I was thinking about Colgate university, but at the time when I chose Cincinnati, I really narrowed it down to, uh, Pittsburgh, UC or Ohio State. I was going to be a walk on at any three of them. Um, I felt like Ohio State was going to be an uphill battle to earn a scholarship. A lot of talent there, a lot of really good players. So it kind of went came down to Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. I really liked Pittsburgh for the majority of the recruiting process, and then for some reason, when I went to Cincinnati, actually physically went to the university, I just fell in love with the the campus, all all the coaches, all the players. it just seemed like the spot. So I ended up going there. Yeah.
1: Nice. Well, I was Cincinnati through and through. Basically. I I went to the university of Cincinnati on a, for like a basketball camp and visited Jason, the rest of that weekend, stayed with him in the dorm, hung out with him, got to meet everybody on the team and also got to meet a few of the coaches at one of the spring ball practices that uh, Jason was having. And sure enough, uh, I walked out of Cincinnati with a, with a scholarship that day or that weekend. Um, the, Paul Longo, the strength guy, asked for my uh, asked for my highlight tape, and Big Ed Kelsey made sure that I didn't go to Cincinnati without it. So,
0: so Paul actually came up to me in the weight room when he found out you were coming up to campus. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yeah, the coaches like nobody even knew who your brother was." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, "Guys, this is Jason's brother. He's probably got some pretty good genes or what?" I forget like how he phrased it. But he was he like came up to me. He's like, I looked at the kids' high tape. I'm like, what, what are we doing, guys? Like, offer the kid a scholarship. <laughs> like, he was amazed that it hadn't happened already, I guess, is what yeah. he was going in a roundabout way um of talking to me. So yeah. anyways, yeah.
1: Well, two and eight the year before at uh, Cleveland Heights probably yeah. didn't
0: uh not a lot not too of many good players on, on that tape. team, probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that being said, I, I committed, I think, after my junior year. Um, or at least going into my senior year, I was already just committed to be a Bearcat.
0: Paul switched my position, and he's the reason you I got a to scholarship Cincinnati. to Cincinnati
1: as a quarterback,
0: dude. <laughs> Shout Paul out Longo, to the baby, old strength coach, man. Paul Longo,
1: we got gone. Legend, absolute legend. Yeah. To finish off the story, it was uh, th- it was really down. To if I went the football route, I was probably gonna go uh, Cincinnati or um. I think it was UNC, I think North Carolina.
0: No, no, no. You were going to go, West Virginia was the one that you really wanted to go to.
1: West Virginia was where I wanted to play basketball. I wanted to play for uh, Coach Bob Huggins, the legendary Huggy, uh, Huggy Bear man, the Cincinnati Bearcat legend. I actually played at the University of West Virginia, then coached there for such a long time, but um, he had just moved there from Kansas State, uh, being a head coach at Kansas State. So he um, he kind of honored a few of the scholarships that were that they had already given out and um it was kind of a up in the air i'm not even sure if i would have went there if i would have had a full scholarship the first year i went but either way either way i was uh i fell in love with how coach huggins ran his program um and knew he was kind of a coach that i would uh, i would respect and want to play for and yeah i uh i went to dad i was like man i really want to play basketball at west virginia under hugs he's like you're a man of your fucking word you don't go back on your word you already committed don't be like these other guys who just fucking now look at everybody in the college football
0: <laughs> oh it's so cr- like looking back at what oh my gosh Our, i mean that's what his dad was though you know he was you know a, yeah. very
1: no. uh, i i appreciate my dad for uh, for keeping me honest about my word
0: even though the colleges will Go back on their word in a second. In and- a fucking orgy. <laughs> now it's
1: a now it's the wild wild west and it's a fucking free for all. So
0: it's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts now.
1: But yeah, was almost a uh, mountaineer. Was almost a mountaineer. Was almost uh, down there, Tar Heel. But proud Bearcat baby, proudly U C, proudly pennies. If you guys, <laughs> oh my God, if you <laughs> guys want to, to see a good fucking, you guys want to see Jason Kelsey in his prime. Yeah. Just search proudly pennies Jason Kelsey no, just do yourself just a favor. Don't this watch fundraising it. campaign that Jason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a school project. It was a project
1: <laughs> that- for a
0: mar- one of our marketing classes where we had to you come up. with You can't tell campaign. me you
1: didn't enjoy this, Jason. You were we fucking clotheslining guys.
0: It was, it was a blast.
1: The Thaxtons.
0: <sighs> I think we got a decent grade on it, so I'm happy with
1: it. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to bring the juice, baby. From uh, at Thomas underscore lee 17 on youtube no dumb question where do players go after they get ejected do they have to stay in the locker room and just sit there well jason has only uh ejected himself from practice um (laughs) i've actually ejected myself from a game i've gotten ejected uh against the jaguars i believe in 2015 or 16 something like that
0: i've flagged the the ref
1: yeah said some things that the ref didn't like flagged me for that one i looked back after uh i realized he flagged me and uh had a had a towel on my hip and threw the towel out man, just fucking, like a like a like a asshole i i flagged the ref i threw a flag on the ref and it almost hit him in the face <laughs> and that my friends will get you ejected two flags uh two personal misconducts or whatever the fuck it's called um i was lucky that nick Foles. Came through for the for the boys and uh, and won that game because I sat in the training room and watched it on a TV and uh, just sitting there like please please Coach Reed's gonna fucking kill me already for getting ejected uh, please just win this game so it's not it doesn't make it look like I made us lose or all that but um, yeah you get uh, you get sent to the locker room and that's probably if you're if you're an away team that's probably where you stay um, I'm sure you can leave if you're the home team, but I was, I wanted to make sure that I was there when everybody got back uh, in the locker room after the game.
0: Yeah. Leave it up to Nikki Foles to, you know, answer your dreams and prayers. Sure did mine. Did you see that? He just won like a pickleball. (laughs) Like, dude, what can't he do? So I saw him this year, I think during training camp, he came up to Philly for something and I ended up having dinner with him. He was telling me that him and Tori had gotten really into pickleball. I'm like, Oh yeah. And I, I had no idea he was like legitimately competing and like, world events yeah or, you could tell
1: you can yeah. tell by the way he, f- he flicks a football that he's yeah. just he, soft. he's got that athleticism the, he, dude he's probably just slicing. he's got the
0: length i mean his wingspan is freaking
1: he is probably hovering over the kitchen yeah good Goes, luck
0: getting the ball around
1: <laughs> it's like my dog chandler parsons man's fucking just a just a big ass fucking lanky 6'9 6'10 fucking
0: like you're p- playing athlete, kevin, go- just kevin uh, durant just
1: can't get it. yeah you can't get it by him man i was also hammered chandler don't act like i won't give you a run for your money dog <laughs> i'm fucking with you he's pretty good all right um well shout out to tricky Nikki Foles. and yeah. uh yeah the players is kind of discretion once you get kicked out you can do whatever you want because you're kicked out that was no dumb questions brought to you by buffalo wild wings Hey-o. let's go sports bar
0: I'm sure all you 92 percenters out there tuning in are looking to come to a Chiefs or Eagles game this season. And uh, that's why uh, we're going to help you out with uh, today's sponsor.
1: Today's episode is sponsored by SeatGeek. With over 21 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app.
0: Who can't you trust more than a geek? They know what they're talking about. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek, from the NFL and college football to Zach Bryan concerts. um, Yeah, it's pretty remarkable, everything that these guys have available. So, um, yeah, if you're looking for any of that, anything else, anything that requires a ticket, uh, check it out on SeatGeek.
1: SeatGeek puts all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you're getting a good deal. And each ticket is rated on a scale of 1 to 10, so look out for those green dots. Green always means good, and uh, red, not so good.
0: And every ticket is backed by their buyer guarantee. And SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event with swaps.
1: Ooh, and you know we came through for you guys. That's right. Use code KELSEY10 for 10% off tickets on SeatGeek. That's KELSEY10.
0: That's right. Code KELSEY10 will get you 10% off tickets whether you're a new or existing customer. Open the app and try the code. uh, Yeah. Now.
1: All right now, 92%ers, let's talk about something that's uh, been a complete game changer for my guy Jason over here. That's right, our next partner, AG1.
0: Let's talk about it, Trev. I've been using AG1 every day for the last year and a half. Okay, I might have missed a day or two, but I take it almost regularly as much as a Neanderthal like me can.
1: Oh, no wonder your skin looks great.
0: Yeah, and it's become the foundation of my daily routine. AG1 is a nutritional powerhouse, just one scoop, once a day, And I'm ready to go.
1: I want to be a part of a powerhouse. AG1 Mm -hmm. is made of a comprehensive blend of ingredients with extensively researched benefits.
0: That's right. Plus, it's got our backs on the essentials. Brain, gut, immune support. AG1 covers all of the bases.
1: AG1 has a no-compromise approach for when you're on the go, too. Their travel packs are a (laughs) lifesaver. Throw some packs in your suitcase, gym bag, work bag, anywhere. Just add water.
0: People always ask me, what the best way to elevate their health is. And my answer is always undoubtedly AG1. And that's why we've partnered with them for so long.
1: Go to drinkag1.com newheights new heights, and you can get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first order.
0: That's drinkag1.com newheights new heights. Elevate your health, keep it simple, and join us on the journey to new heights with AG1. Let's do some bold topics. What do you say, Trav? Let's get real bold
1: with these bold topics.
0: You got a nice bold one with the Bills-Chiefs game. Bills 20, Chiefs 17. I mean, I think it might be the craziest ending I've ever seen for – not ever seen. You guys – you and the Bills have had some crazy endings.
1: We've had My some bangers. gosh.
0: He's There's up. something about the Bills-Chiefs games that they end in crazy uh, fashions.
1: Well, we got two, two of the best QBs going at it, man. Another low-scoring game for us, man. I, um, I think our, our defense is playing their – asses off all year man you know we haven't we haven't we're not rolling like we've we have been in the past man and um i know a lot of there's a lot of media pointing fingers at uh some of the skill players that we have i say fuck that and excuse my language uh we usually cuss in light hearted ways but this is uh i felt like you guys had to feel that whoever's talking shit on uh on the the skill players in uh in our offense right now man it's um This is a group effort, and when you turn the film on, what's real is that we got guys that can play this game, and we got guys that we can have success with and win with and win championships with. I know it. I've been on championship-caliber teams. Um, When you watch the film, penalties in critical moments, turnovers in critical moments, and it's everybody. It's not one guy. It's everybody's getting a piece of the pie, and, yeah, it's frustrating. But at the same time, we know it's a lot of it is self-inflicted, and we know that, you know, Moving forward, it can be fixed, and we have the guys to be able to get it fixed. And it kind of sounds like a broken record at this point, but I don't, I don't give a damn. It's, what, it's, my, it's my livelihood It's to, to keep this kind of mentality uh, throughout the season. We're 8-5 and five amongst the top of the AFC, and this year we're, we're battling our tail off, and we're figuring out what kind of team we are in a different way than we have in the past. All this that I hear in the media right now about who the Chiefs are, it's, it's only building that beast that uh, that we've been trying to create this entire year and it's 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 only going to keep making us better and better uh going through these these learning experiences and going through these tough games you know in years past yeah we found ways to win these games um and i think that this year we're we're finding ways to keep getting better every single week um and uh and at the end of the day it just takes a lot of focus man a lot of focus on the right things um and just being accountable for the guy next to you and executing your fucking job, man. And, uh, I'll be the first one to say, I got to play better. And I, I know, you know, the game ended however it wanted to with, uh, the play that I made, which I'm sure we'll get to, but I just wanted to to, to make sure that chiefs kingdom, everybody knows that we have everybody we need right here and, uh, and we're going to get it fixed, man. But, uh, that was a, that was a tough game. The bills played us great. Uh, we got a score in the first half, you know, these past, what, five weeks, six weeks, uh, it's kind of been, you know, a second half, you know, woes for us or the lows for us. You know, we haven't been able to score in the second half. Well, now we can't score in the fucking first half. Figuring out that balance of being able to start fast, finish fast, uh, and just be there for uh, for the defense who's been, who's throughout this season has just been playing their fucking ass
0: off, man. I hear you, man. And um, It's frustrating. It's frustrating losing games, especially when you're not living up to the standard that you guys set for yourselves Um, and I know that you guys are going to be hard at work to get all this fixed. You know, I think it's, yeah, we're in the same boat. We'll get to my game shortly. At least you guys are close though. You guys have been keeping the games at least semi-controllable. We've been getting blown out, but we'll stick with your game for right now. Yeah. What was it? Uh, we saw you out there before the halftime ended at the, uh, the jump ball. Hail Mary. Uh, nice little squatted stance there. Look like you're ready for a jump ball.
1: Getting, getting the knees, getting, getting the posterior fired up. Did you get a hand on this one? I'm not sure if I hit the ball or somebody else's hand.
0: <laughs> you hit something though.
1: Yeah, I was down there. I was trying to wreck havoc. Just just create a mosh pit of hell. Um I have fun going out there. It's 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 a lot of honor to to get coach bags and uh, the defensive coaches to trust me that I'm going to make the the right player. I'm going to be able to make the play uh to save a touchdown or um help the defense out in a, in a situation like that. And as you can see by the squatting and uh, the movements that I was doing, I was trying to keep the, uh, the posterior chain on fire them glutes because uh, the vertical jumps are all about the glutes. It's all about that posterior chain, baby. And when you lose your glutes, you lose your game. So keep them things firing, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Well, before we get to the second half and the end of this game that everybody wants to talk about, you, you just said that you guys struggled in the first half a little bit. Uh, what do you think? Uh, what was Buffalo doing? or what were you guys failing to execute on that you got to kind of turned around there I mean, in the second half? P-
1: penalties. Um, yeah. I think we had one turnover, maybe two, I think one in the first half, one in the second half, just little stuff that we can control, man. And, um, and it's, it's sometimes, you know, when you got younger players, you got players that are trying to fill, fill their roles and find their roles on the team. You, you, you go through these learning experiences. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, it's all, it's all correctable. It's all, everybody's just got to focus and, and be accountable uh, for the guy next to him, man. And, uh, and that's, that was, that was the biggest message today was, Hey, let's get, let's get back to the details of doing everything the right way and, um, and really focus in on, on everything that we can and, and be, and be the best team Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday and see what kind of uh, performance we go out there on Sunday with. So we're just going to keep hacking away and and uh, and chopping away in practice, and um, I got all the faith in the world. We're gonna we're gonna get back on track, man.
0: I guess we get to the part that everybody wants to talk about, which is the end of the game. You guys are down twenty seventeen with a little bit over one minute left in the game, second and ten. You catch, I don't know what was that, like a twenty five yard cross crosser? Like what were you running there? Deep cross, yeah, deep cross, deep cross. running a deep cross, catch it, similar to the highlight that we broke down on last week's kind of uh breakdown deal, you reverse back the way you came, make a couple guys miss. And then for some reason in Travis Kelsey's brain, you decide to throw, not just lateral, like it's being called a lateral. You full on through a pass to Kadarius Tony. <sighs> what was, I mean, maybe 25 yards away from you. Like it was a, I don't know how in your head you are like, I know what I'm about to do. I'm going to throw this ball completely across the field. And Tony was on board. KT catches it, runs it in touchdown to go up uh five. Would, would, probably would have put you up five minutes or five points with a little bit over a minute left in the game. But lo and behold, as everyone is aware now, uh, there's a flag on the play for Kadari's Tony being lined up in the neutral zone. I guess let's just talk about your part of it first. Have you ever thrown that far of a lateral like in no. Pra- like no. no, you just whip that out on the spot on the spot. It was like a perfect spiral, dude. Like, is- How did you go from having it tucked to throwing a perfect spiral that fast?
1: honestly, man, it was it was <laughs> dude, it was such a bang bang. Like I caught it turned up field. Saw the, the single high safety. I knew it was man cover. Saw the single high safety coming down. Knew I had broke the contain angle of the guy chasing me. And when I made the, the safety that was, that was coming down to try and attack him, when I broke his angle, I knew it was one-on-one or two-on-one. You knew
0: Tony's guy when he was he was the, He
1: was the only guy left. He's gotcha. the only guy on that side of the field. Yep, I know KT was over there from the route he ran. And I f- saw him out of the corner of my eye. In a lateral position, in a position where I knew mm. if I could get him the ball, I knew he had space to score a touchdown.
0: What did Andy say when you got to the sideline?
1: I didn't talk to, I didn't talk to Coach Reed. You
0: didn't talk to him?
1: Dude, Dude, in retrospect, could you imagine? If
0: that didn't work. If
1: that got tipped?
0: No, 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 no.
1: Just start sprinting over and then, fuck, just see, I could see Coach Reed just in my head, just come here.
0: There is a couple of tweets from some people that don't, I, you can tell don't watch football that often. Like, why is it such a big deal that he just like pitched the ball back to the other guy? And it's like, man, I don't. Just that don't is not something you see every day, to say the least. And um,
1: everybody's everybody's insane saying,
0: creativity.
1: It was it was close. It was close. I actually when I when it left my hand, I thought it got tipped. You did. That's how. Yeah, that's it was close. It was extremely close. So you probably won't see me doing that every single game. I promise you guys. You guys said it was a little too close for comfort. But um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I went up to I went up to KT today, man. And I told him, I was like, man, we had that place fucking
0: rocking.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, man, that crowd Arrowhead was on fire after that play, man. I I I was like, hey, man, we just have to do it again, big dog. So, yeah, I uh, I'm not. You you can say what you want about you know him being in the neutral zone here and there.
0: Well, we're about to get to it right now.
1: He lined up like that all game. Didn't get warned. Blah blah blah. We you know don't call it in that position. You can't put you can't put it in in the refs' hands in that position. We've talked about plays like this all the time, especially in critical moments. I love KT. If we get the opportunity again, I'm going to throw that shit right into his chest again. Hopefully, he gets there um and i got all the all the faith in the world that dude he's one of our best players man he's one of the best players we got with the ball in his hands you turn on the film you watch what he does when the ball's in his hands and you can't tell me you don't want that guy on your team man so all the all the everybody hating on kt right now man i'm not trying to hear that you can you can fucking miss me with it uh i'm i'm trusting in one nine every time he's out there on the field
0: all right well let's uh i guess talk about the penalty um We'll throw up some quotes first. I think that's probably the best way to do this. Pat was fired up after the game. He was fired up on the sideline. I think once he got to the sideline and looked at the iPad is probably when he was like, you know, that looked like he was when he got really upset. But either way, Pat was quoted after the game. uh, It's tough to swallow, not only for me and football in general. uh, To take away greatness like that, for a guy like Travis to make a play like that, you want to see the guys on the field decide the game. And this isn't... I will have Pat's back in this regard. He said the exact same thing a week ago when they could have thrown a flag for pass interference. Pat said he's a fan of, of officials staying out of the end of games. He wants the players on the field. So this isn't like a cherry picked moment for Pat. I think he genuinely feels like this. Uh, they're human, they make mistakes, but every week, uh, you know, we're talking about something. To have a flag change the outcome of a game. I've never uh, had offensive offsides called. Uh, if it does, they'll warn you and then they make you uh they make a call like that in the final minute, another game, we're talking about the riffs. On Monday he was interviewed on six ten sports K- uh Kansas City. Obviously, I don't want to react that way. I care, man. I love this game, I love my teammates, and I want to go out there and put everything into the on the line to win, but I can't do that. I I can't act that way towards the officials. So he owned up and um, you know, he regrets coming in that hard, which I think is the right thing to do. Coach Reed was asked about the offsides penalty. said, usually I get a warning uh, before something like that happens. It's a bit embarrassing in the NFL for that to take place. I've uh, been in the league for a long time, haven't had one like that. Pat also talked about the call, how the call affected you personally. That's a Hall of Fame tight end making a Hall of Fame play that won't be shown because they threw a flag for offsides, offensive offsides. Uh, it takes away not only from the game and the season, but the legendary career of Travis Kelsey. I don't know that it takes away from your legendary career. It's a cool fucking highlight. Um, yeah. And I love
1: Pat for that, man. He's, he's yeah. Everybody's just sticking up for each other, man. And that's, that's all I give a damn about, you know, if the, if they get fined for what they said, okay. But at least the yeah. guys in this locker room know that they are, we got their back, you know, and, and we all, we're all in this thing together. Um, and that we're fucking moving forward, man. And, and, and we're, we put our fucking hearts in it, man. You know, you, you, you're not seeing guys just coming in and clocking in and out for a paycheck, man. You got guys actually give a damn. Um, not only about the wins and losses, but, you know, the livelihoods of each individual in that building, man. Um, another reason why I fucking love coming into work every single day, and this is, uh, this is only going to make us, you know, that much want to play harder, that much more for each other, you know. Um, and, you know, I appreciate Pat saying that. I love Coach Reed. I love the, uh, you know, the the ability to have our guys backs um but at the same time man um we've been in a lot of fucking close games and we got to find ways to win no matter what i'm i'm more pissed off at how i how i ran my route uh, after that you know on the well, that's what I, I was gonna say
0: yeah this i kind was of more pissed into- that
1: we still had two timeouts second and 15 after
0: that play with plenty of time
1: for 30 seconds 40 seconds left that is a lot of time to yeah. put up a field goal that is a lot of time to get into the red zone that is yes and that's that was what we harp on when we yeah. re-watch film when we're looking at it when coach nagy's standing up in front of the offense talking about how we're gonna fix this problem yeah what's real what's real is we still had a chance and and um i didn't play my best after those two plays and I know, you know, I wish, I wish I would have played better. And, uh, and from that point, you know, you go to work <laughs> t- today, tomorrow, the rest of this week to try and fix it. And, uh, and you know, if you get put in situations like that in the future, which I'm sure we will, uh, and, and you know, we're ready and we're, uh, we know how to attack and how to fucking win that football game, man.
0: That's the mentality you got to have. That's all you can not have in this league and in this game. I guess we could talk about, offsides in general, lining up in the neutral zone, which is the same as offensive offsides. I guess, do you always check with the official when you're lining up on the ball?
1: I don't like to hover the line of scrimmage too much.
0: But do you check to make sure that you're being counted as on the ball, or you just kind of know?
1: I'll more so check ball, check where the ref is, and then get on the line. When you rewatch it, that's what Kadarius did. I think there's so much. You can go down the road. I think Dan Orvlowski, shout out to... You know, I think he made a great point of he was doing that the entire game. He was kind of on the line of scrimmage, and the refs didn't really say anything. So how was Kadarius, in his mind, supposed to know that you know he's been off sides the whole game?
0: You know, it's rough when a call gets whipped out. That, I haven't seen the tape. I don't know if that's true. I haven't seen Orlovsky talk about it, that Tony was lined up essentially offsides sides the entire game and getting away with it. But if that is true, it's unfortunate that you know when the game's on the line, there's a call like that made. But regardless, I hate to say this because, listen, we all make mistakes. But you just got to try and not put yourself in the position to get that call against you, right? It's like, reality, yeah. In order to be on the line of scrimmage, all you have to do is essentially be breaking the hip line of the center.
1: Center's ass, yeah.
0: So there is a good amount of wiggle room. You can be on the ball and also not um, uh, in the neutral zone. It's easy for me to say, you know, I don't, I, I just put my hand on the ball. So I don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. But either way, we will check with the official sometimes as, as offensive linemen. Have you guys ever done that? Like I know uh, Taylor was having some issues with lineup onside this season, right? We will literally tell our tackles to check with the official. Like all you got to do is point out there and like, cause they do come up and warn the tackles. I know this didn't happen in this case, but usually the way it works is the official comes up to the either one of us as the offensive lineman or he'll come up to the head coach and be like, hey, tell your tackles to move up. They're getting too deep. Yeah. And the first thing we say is like, all right, get aligned. At least for the next few series, you point at the official to make sure that – because once you get the thumbs up, the chances that you're going to get called for being off the ball is almost nothing. Like, he's already given you the okay. You would have to move drastically to then be not on the ball. I don't know. I know a lot of guys check. Some guys don't check.
1: I'll check if it's like a question on whether the guy, you know, let's say if it's a two by two set, I'm on the outside or the inside. If the other guy's kind of, whether he's off or on, I'll check and say, Hey, I'm off or I'll tell the ref I'm on.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Just to clear it up. I'll try and
1: clarify it when it's, when I think it's questionable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. What really sucks. And I think this is why Pat and everybody was so upset initially is that it's something that didn't affect the play one bit tackle being off the ball. I get it. That's a easier position to block a defensive end. Like, you know, I don't think him being a half a yard up made any outcome in the difference of the, of the play. The problem is the official doesn't know that he just throws it out. I mean, he threw it out right away. You can see on the replay, like it wasn't like he threw it out. Once the play had been developing, he threw it right at the start of the play. So he doesn't know that it's, Not going to affect the play, I guess. But, you know, I I just think the the officials take a lot of heat. I think they take too much.
1: They signed up for it.
0: When your emotions are into it, sometimes it comes out more aggressive than you intend. And then it leads to, you know, just more people talking about it and more people getting divisive around it. And it just isn't productive. But anyways, you got anything to add on the the subject, Trev, after we just talked about it?
1: No, man, we can uh we can get rid of this game, man. I'm moving on to the Patriots, baby.
0: Peyton Manning on ESPN's pardon the interruption weighed in on the penalty saying the NFL should change how it approaches offensive offsides. Um I think they should change the rule. They're going to call that just blow that play dead so we don't see what happened.
1: Treat it like a false start. Why not? The play's not gonna count.
0: Yeah. If if you have an illegal shift or somebody lined up in the in the neutral zone, just blow it dead right from the get go, like a false start. I think that's a f- fantastic take by uh, by Peyton. Like, there's no reason not to.
1: Yeah, I think it's because if it's off offsides on the defense, you play through it, so it's kind of the same. Like, give the defense a chance to intercept the ball or get a turnover. Like, if yeah, it's offsides but- on the defense, the play resumes. If it's not, like, blatantly, or if it's not, you know.
0: I got you. I hear what you're saying. They can still decline it, essentially, is what you're saying. Yeah. They don't have to accept the penalty, right? Uh, which is different than, like, a false start. Yeah. All right. Well, I kind of agree with Peyton on it, but I still want to take those free shots on offense. (laughs) Big time play. All right. Best plays that didn't count. Trav, I think this is officially this play from this last game is in the uh, Hall of Buns.
1: Hall of Buns. That's right.
0: It's got to be up there with the greatest plays that technically never happened. You said to Josh Allen after the game that your lateral was the craziest one. That'll never count. Where does it rank among the best NFL plays that didn't count? We have uh, Mahomes falling pass in the Super Bowl, Derrick Henry stiff-arming Josh Norman, Robert Hunt non-touchdown, uh, and the DeAndre Hopkins one-hander. I I think this is above all of those. I really do. Especially for the context of when it happened within the game.
1: I feel like there's got to be some other ones. These are all great plays, by the way. I remember the D-Hop one. Um, obviously, I think I was on the – might have been on the receiving end of Mahomes Falling Pass. Either way, there I, th- I feel like there's some other ones that we're missing. So 92%ers, let us know if you got any Hall of Buns uh, highlights out there. Might need to add another bracket to the best plays ever bracket.
0: Last thing from the game, you did a jersey swap, uh, with, swap with Bill's rookie tight end and, and tight end U graduate, Dalton Kincaid. The Rook. Uh, who was very excited to get a Travis Kelsey jersey. When Dalton was asked about it, he said uh, that was pretty cool. I think uh, Dawson's a little upset but uh i'm pretty excited about it
1: man dawson is uh one of my favorite guys too and dalton is uh dalton and dawson dalton's becoming uh one of my favorite guys man just to watch on film i, I love watching both those guys on film uh i think when buffalo's in 12 personnel that they, they got their best guys out there it's all the respect in the world to to not only those guys but all the tight ends around the league man right. um and i think him saying dawson was a little upset he walked by and and said how does the rook get a jersey before me and i yeah kind of chuckled at it so next time we play Doss, you already know we got to swap it out man fans of bourbon and barbecue sauce listen to this buffalo wild wings released a new limited time only sauce for football season and you're never going to guess what it is jason go ahead shoot me with some guesses hit me with it
0: is it bourbon barbecue
1: You knew exactly what it was. Okay. Um, (laughs) How'd you know that, Jason? Well,
0: I know everything there is to know about B-Dubs. But for the 92%ers out there who don't know, bourbon barbecue sauce is now on the menu at B-Dubs. And you got to get there before it's gone.
1: So go today, go try bourbon barbecue at Buffalo Wild Wings or order some bourbon barbecue wings at buffalowildwings.com this football season.
0: And remember 92%ers, bourbon barbecue is uh, uh, available only for a limited time while supplies last. So give it a try while you still can. If you know one thing about this show, it's that sometimes you'll see uh, this giant, hairy, grayish, uh, darkish uh, dog behind me. And um, you've probably been wondering just what it is that I feed that guy. And uh, the answer is really everything. But the tri- thing I try to feed him Um, is the Farmer's Dog.
1: Yeah, well, the Farmer's Dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food, so that makes sense, man. Uh, It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced, and is uh, made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens.
0: That's a higher grade than sometimes I consume. Um, And my wife prefers (laughs) they eat this over the gophers in the backyard. It doesn't matter if your dog is young or old. It's always the right time to begin investing in their health helping you live more healthy, happy, and full years together.
1: The Farmer's Dog isn't just higher quality food. Uh, they also send the food pre portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. So get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash newheights. Plus, you get free shipping.
0: Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash newheights to get 50% off. That's thefarmersdog.com slash newheights.
1: All righty, let's talk about it. Cowboys thirty three, Eagles thirteen. Man, Sunday night football, another rough one uh, for the uh, the city of brotherly love. What do you got? Initial thoughts? Anything uh, come to mind?
0: A lot of things, you know. Obviously, you know, we didn't score a touchdown offensively. Moved the ball decently at times, but I mean, you, know, I mean, it's their second week in a row of losing in embarrassing fashion, and um it's frustrating it's very very frustrating and um you know we we gotta we gotta get, be better you know we gotta get be more consistent we gotta take care of the football three turnovers um we gotta score touchdowns it's, it's it's been a frustrating couple weeks here uh these last two games and um you know the the beautiful thing about this game is though you you get a chance to go back out there again next week and and and, and show on tape who you are and who you can be and um everybody's just got to take a long look in the mirror continue to work at it Mm -hmm. uh continue to know that we got the guys necessary to get it done you know i just it's gonna keep working man you know keep showing up keep putting effort in keep keep grinding and uh and just you know know that it's gonna eventually shift in our favor uh down the line here so yeah that's about all i got
1: yeah fletcher cox um post game uh, stated that the biggest thing for this team now is really finding out who the dudes are. Um, it's time to see who the real leadership, the real players, including myself, uh, step up and do something about it. Um, also in quotes saying, uh, we got punched in the mouth two weeks in a row. Yeah, how, it's, how was the energy today in the building?
0: It's good. We got a good lift in. We watched the tape, had a lot of hard conversations the way it always is after a loss, right? And
1: You have to. You got to have those fucking hard conversations, man.
0: You got to make improvements. In order to make improvements, you got to point out what we're doing wrong. You know, what, where things are, you know, taking a turn that is leading to, um, you know, the, the losses that we've been taking. I love this quote from Fletch. You know, you, listen, you find a lot out about people, your team, uh, you know, players, leaders. You always find out more when you're losing, when times are not so, so high.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: just the reality of it. You know, everybody is doing great. Everybody is energetic when, uh, when you're executing and you're, and you're playing well. Um, you know, it's, it's really when time starts struggling or when you're not playing to the standard that you want to play to, um, you know, how do you, do you, do you come more, do you come more like this? Do you come more together? Do you rely on each other more? Um, you know, so, you know, I firmly believe in each and every guy that we have in this building, all of our coaches, Uh, to continue to work and make this thing better you know um, it's 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 obviously been an embarrassment the last couple weeks that we put out there and um, you know it's it's something that I look forward to getting corrected this week with all of our guys
1: well uh, let's get into the game itself man you guys are dealing with some of the issues uh, or same issues um, these past two weeks Uh, touchdowns being one of them man drives ending and field goals early uh, by halftime you were down 24 to 6 uh settle for a, f- a couple field goals on the uh, on some drives and
0: not even only field goals like turnovers i like think we turned the ball over twice or three times at least twice inside the 35 yard line so it was a very frustrating game yeah because at times it felt like we were getting in rhythm and doing some things and to own uh, to continually not get in the end zone we got to figure it out man we got to we got to do a better job
1: First time uh, since 2019 that you guys didn't score a touchdown on offense. And then then obviously you mentioned the turnovers. Yeah. The turnovers and touchdowns, man. How crazy is that? I mean, that's everything, man. You don't turn the ball over and you turn a few of those field goals into touchdowns. All of a sudden, it is a completely different world. Yeah. Penalty uh, called on the shove yet again, man. Uh, You're getting called for offsides and... um, you think this one was incorrect?
0: I actually so we talked about this today and I think um you know someone with the Eagles talks to the officials after games and points out plays like this that they think was either questionable call or whatever. They send it in, right?
1: Yeah, they send it into the league.
0: And they said actually it wasn't called on my hand, which I think everybody thought on the field. They did say that this was on Landon's helmet. You know, again, this is one of those things that you know, the neutral zone, there's not like a hard, fast there's
1: no line, yeah. It's not that yeah.
0: clear, right? Yeah, I mean, you, the the official has to make a judgment call. I would argue, if you look at the picture, I think the defensive guy is in the neutral zone just as much as Landon is. I think it's not like it's that bad, but we have been told this by, the, and the league is trying to, listen, defensive coaches continually complain about this play, right? They don't like that this is allowed. They don't like that we have the advantage we do on the play. So we got to know that, we can't give them anything to call. Every little thing that they're going to call is going to go against us because they're making a point to try and not give us an advantage or whatever, right? They're trying to make it as fair as possible for the defense. So the reason I don't really care about this, I mean, I I get it. It's, uh, you know, we were already getting our tails kicked. It wasn't like this was going to make the difference in whether we won the game. Is it frustrating? Yeah yeah we'll learn from it move forward hopefully we won't have another offensive offsides again uh on the brotherly shove
1: well flags are the only thing stopping that fucking play yeah it was a tough game man it was a tough game tough
0: game i I gotta say though i mean listen i gotta give credit to the cowboys they played a really good game they play with energy they play with speed um you know i i think that you know we gotta we gotta do a much better job no question i gotta do a much better job yeah i don't know i think uh they're good at home. They do a good job of timing up the snap count. Um, they're smart. They're a talented team uh, offensively. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to battle with the guys I got in my huddle any day of the week. You know, I know that the last two weeks have been very, very difficult, uh, but that makes me want to get it fixed even just that much more. I know what everybody puts into this. I know all the guys, how much they've, uh, you know, fought to get where they're at in their careers or and where they we've – gotten at this point in the season having a three three losses you know we've been a very resilient team and um you know I've, i have full confidence that we're going to get everything fixed and uh and get back to playing uh much much better football than this that's for darn sure
1: right on brother well um you guys might have to start embracing that underdog mentality again man uh sirianni's post-game quote adversity has made a lot of us in this locker room what we are today and uh we got to make sure that the adversity we're facing right now that uh we're able to get through it and get better from it adversity can do a couple of things to you it can it can break you or you can make it better all it takes is a, a few um a few things not to go your way for you to you know get back to the to the to the things that you know that matter you know which is yeah. practice which is doing things the right way which is coming in with the right mentality playing for the guys next to you yeah i'm i'm sure you guys got all the fucking leadership you need man Obviously, a quote like that from the head man um, says everything and with the direction you guys are going, man. There were a couple bright spots in the game, though. The Eagles uh, ran a fake punt early in the second quarter. Punter Brandon Mann threw a 28-yard pass.
0: The moment we practiced it in practice, everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's that's going to work for sure, especially if Mann puts it on him like that. I don't know. I get, apparently, he's half quarterback because he uh, put a dime on him. It was a nice throw. I don't know. Uh, I don't
1: understand why teams don't do more of this.
0: I mean, dude, it was – so obvious when we repped it in practice that there was no chance the gunner was gonna be able to react to that.
1: No chance. Fletcher Cox also forced a fumble early in the quarter, uh that Jalen Carter um is able to re- our only re- touchdown. Yeah. Return for a forty two yard scoop and score. Yeah. First career touchdown for the big man. Yeah. Have to build build off of that. There we go. Just build off of that.
0: Yeah, you know, the leaders we gotta get something going. We gotta get to get more out of each other. We gotta get more out of everybody. And um, you know, Stout likes to Use a phrase "execution fuels emotion, well sometimes when you're not executing, emotion can fuel execution, and um you know that's when it's hard. Everybody has emotion and is excited when you're when you're doing well, but you know how can we how can we continue to get guys going? How can you get yourself going uh, and I think that um you know I'm glad you said that
1: that's one way to get things fucking rolling, baby. Hell yeah,
0: start saying fuck" a few times as loud as you can. Waking some people up. Yeah, maybe that'll help. Fuck!
1: All right, let's get the fuck out of that. Please. Jesus Christ. Let's get to some player insights on NFL storylines.
0: All righty. The Bucks beat the Falcons on Sunday, and there is now six teams in the NFC with a 6-7 and seven record, three of which are in the NFC South. That's crazy. How crazy is that? Yeah, the Bucks, Falcons, and Saints, all with 6-7 and seven records. The other uh, three teams are the Packers, Rams, and Seahawks. And in the AFC, there are now six teams with a seven and six record, tied for the final wild card playoff spot. Oh, man. That's right, you got the Steelers, Colts, Texans, Broncos, Bengals, and Bills. If the season ended today, it would be the Steelers and Colts in the six and seven seats. The AFC has eleven total teams with winning records and six with seven and six records, both the most for a single conference through week fourteen since nineteen seventy. I mean, we've been saying it all year. The AFC is. Is, is is stacked this year. There are a lot of very very good quarterbacks in the AFC. Um even though a lot of them have been injured, there's a lot of good football playing right now in the AFC. So it's I don't know. It's a tight race
1: this year, man. It both is. sides, both sides, both conferences, man. And um yeah, that's why uh we kind of look around and see what's going on around the league. You you realize that you know you, you're still in a good spot. Both of us Chiefs Eagles, we're we're in a good spot. And um For sure. I like uh I like our chances moving forward, man.
0: Uh, how about a wild Monday night football? Speaking of playing better.
1: <laughs> wild um, Monday night game, baby.
0: Yeah, speaking of playing better, uh, Tommy DeVito has the Giants rolling.
1: Dude, uh, fucking won, en- what, the energy, man. three or
0: four games. Uh, energy. I know they, they started fucking out cold. Forget about it. But they are rolling. The Italian uh, almost caricature at this point that is happening, uh, which is awesome. I love it.
1: Sometimes you just got to embody the city you're in, man.
0: Look at Tommy DeVito's agent. Uh, on the sideline from this past week
1: that guy looks like he's just made a fortune off of insurance claims
0: I mean is this legitimately his agent it can't be his actual agent right that's got to be like a friend or a brother or something right <laughs>
1: dude, it can't be his, actual his agent, agent dude no way he's all dude he's all over the place right now he's everywhere that's his agent
0: that's incredible
1: forget about it
0: they're just fully embracing uh this uh Italian uh stereotype I mean I love it it's great
1: you are who we thought you were, Devito.
0: <laughs> got to get some Irish quarterbacks, or
1: he's got he's got them dudes rolling, man. And uh, hopefully, my guy Tyreek Hill is all right, man. Saw him get banged up, and um, I think he ended up getting back in there and finishing the game. But he, uh, yeah, they're they're definitely not the same team.
0: That was the other game. The Titans uh, beat the Dolphins twenty eight to twenty seven. Um, Dolphins had some injuries. Tyreek went down. I think Connor Williams, their center, went down. I think Connor might be out for the season. Unfortunately, he was having a hell of a year. Damn. Yeah, the Titans are the first NFL team ever to be down fourteen points with less than two minutes and fifty-five left and uh, win without overtime.
1: That's crazy. Braves got them boys fighting, man. Did
0: they go for two. They had to go for two. I had to. Did they go for two the first one or the second one? One, well, I guess. If you don't get two on the first one, then you know you need two in the second one. So you almost get like two chances. That makes sense. Braves, dude, big balls. Braves, love it. Yeah, I mean that's the correct analytical decision to make in that moment, apparently. Uh they when they get the first touchdown, go for two on that one so that if you get the ball back, your next possession when you score, you know what you need. Because if you don't get two on the first one, then you just go you know you're going for two on the second one to tie the game. If you go for two on the first one and get it, then you know all you need is an extra point to win the game. So, uh yeah, big balls for Abes, uh coming in with uh the analytical uh chops how about that
1: just a northeast ohio baller right there. northeast ohio football player right there just smart walsh a, jesuit. Just smart Pride. tough
0: yeah it, it is walsh <laughs> jesuit right that's where he went yeah
1: i think correct right? correct the mundo
0: all right well that wraps it up for the monday night games what else you got Trev?
1: dk metcalf sign language that's right that man is talking trash in sign language and uh i took sign language I and i don't even say, know what our, he's saying
0: as our resident expert in sign language travel what, what's yeah. he hitting us with
1: um he's not doing letters i can do letters
0: <laughs> you um he's
1: doing, he's yeah.
0: doing the, the the bullshit one where you like go like that or something like that, what is it? <laughs> I'm not that sure which, you don't know not it's sure something that like that is,
1: it's something i don't know i forget I, i'm i actually have no idea what he's doing but you can't be penalized <sighs> okay. if you don't know what he's saying so all the um oh you can't the, there's a sign the language people. that you
0: can definitely be penalized for Yeah, that one, that one will get you penalized. You can't you do this one, that'll get you penalized. (laughs) He's you gotta be you still gotta be a little bit inconspicuous with it. Just depends on how well known the sign language is. Guys, that's funny.
1: Yeah. I mean it's it's a lot of effort. It is a lot of effort. And I don't know that you're
0: getting the return, because this is the whole point of talking shit to like get the guy that you're talking shit to pissed off. Like if the guy doesn't know what you're saying with your hands, what's what are you really accomplishing? I guess you're just talking shit for yourself? He's showing off. Uh, he's showing off. He doesn't he doesn't need that to show off. He just needs to walk out there, and that's that's a show in itself. That dude is a specimen. If I don't uh, – I mean, dude, yeah, it's this, it's still crazy to me that um,
1: – He's a wide receiver? I don't
0: know. The, well, he's a wide receiver. Like, the Eagles had a chance to draft him, and we drafted my man J.J. sega whiteside which I'm not taking anything away from J.J., but I'm just amazed how anybody saw this man with his shirt off at the combine – and then run a four four and was like, yeah, we'll take a step. we'll take a shot on that guy.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't really like it. I don't like. I don't like how he runs. I don't like. <laughs> I think he's too big. He's he too does, big. Too fast. You
0: know, he does run aggressive. He. I mean, it feels, ferocious. You, can, you can when he feel. gets moving.
1: When you get movement. When he gets moving, it is ferocious. Like nobody's getting nobody stopping that dude.
0: Like they say, like the best athletes look like they're smooth. I'm like, that dude doesn't look smooth at all. He looks like he's fighting the ground every step, but he looks like he's winning.
1: He is angry.
0: I've never seen somebody fight the ground and win. Win. (laughs) Like DK Metcalf and Adrian Peters. The only two guys I've seen fight the ground and win. Isaiah Pacheco might be up there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He started signing in games during the Seahawks-Rams game week 11 and broke it out again on Sunday after scoring against the 49ers. However, during the Seahawks 49ers game, DK, DK got ejected after fighting with Fred Warner. I did see that um, on his interception uh, from Drew Locke. 49ers long snapper, Tabor Pepper, I hope okay, I pronounced that right, had quite the response. He posted a video of himself after the game signing the words, 14 fucked around and found out. God, I love it when long snappers talk shit.
1: That's pretty good, yeah. That's also how you catch a stray on the on the football field, though, as a long snapper.
0: He's protected under the long snapping <laughs> guidelines. But apparently DK doesn't give a fuck about that, so I'd be careful.
1: <laughs> he don't give a damn right now. You might fuck around and find out the next time you guys play him.
0: If I'm the coach, the next time the Seahawks and Rams play, or I'm sorry, the next time the Seahawks and 49ers play, I'm putting DK out there on a punt and being like, hey. Get him. You know you just have fun. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs>
1: have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is exactly it.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: That's funny as hell.
0: Yeah, I don't know what else to add to this. It's all a bunch of nonsense. It's so stupid.
1: It is. It is. guys are just fucking signing back to each other. All right. Whatever. Otani signed $700 million contract with the Dodgers. What God in damn. the fuck is really going on in this world? This man made almost three quarters of a billion dollars in one day. Yeah. Just went uh, to the other side of L.A to To play some baseball for the next ten years, Um, a ten year seven hundred million dollar deal is the biggest in team sports history. That is right. CJ Stroud recently quoted saying, uh, "Basketball players want to be football players, football players want to be basketball players, and we all want to play baseball." (laughs) It's a Um, good quote. (laughs) It it is a good one. It is a good one. I definitely want to play basketball, and I don't really want to play baseball, though. I,
0: I it's a think, lot of money.
1: It's a lot of money, but you can't tell me it's not. I mean, playoff baseball, I play that right now. Every Every day is just, It's I need more action, man. I just need more action.
0: This is why we didn't like it growing up. And we both played baseball. Everybody plays baseball, I think, growing up. But growing up, it's not a fun sport for kids. In my well, opinion. I mean, because if, you a,
1: if you get a good team, you can, dude, you can build some chemistry, pitching, build some camaraderie. Unless you're pitching
0: or catching, it's a boring day. You, you get, what, Played. 4 at-bats? And then you're right, to sit field, in right field and maybe somebody in right ball field and
1: little league is not. I'm just the out most there, I'm just pre-
0: Yeah, you're just out there in right field. Like, I hope my pitcher gets absolutely shelled so that I have something to do today, <laughs> so like, I can
1: throw it to second yeah. base. Okay, I'm
0: just like all these little kids out there with ADHD, and they freaking they're hey, just stand there, and then if the ball gets hit to you, maybe you'll react. Like, there's not a lot of action out there in the field. Yeah, I only enjoyed playing baseball when I was either pitcher or catcher. Because then you are involved on every single every every yeah Yeah. every pitch. I tell you what, as a grown adult, the best sport, baseball, hands down. Like as the as a lazy adult, you mean to tell me I only got to do four bats a game and get paid a bunch of money? Like, let's go do that.
1: The one thing that I used to absolutely hate, and it's the reason why I didn't play baseball my sophomore junior year, was uh, conditioning in baseball. What are we doing? Get me the fuck out of here. What, what, Why what? am I running foul pole to foul pole? <laughs> if you want me to run, let's just work base running drills. Let's do explosive running. Why am I running like a cross-country jackass, like just foul pole to foul pole? I, I,
0: I'm i not fucking doing this. It's so true. I'm not doing this. It's, so, it, it's unnecessary. There it's is so absolutely- unnecessary. I there never is- once
1: <laughs> got tired of... Let there's, alone sweat because I'm overworking in you baseball. Ruth?
0: You ever see Babe Ruth? Have um, you not, ever
1: seen the greatest <laughs> baseball player ever?
0: Well, I mean, but it is. I mean, it's funny that you realize that in high school. But it's such a fair point that there's zero cardio you necessary to be a good baseball player. So what all? are we doing cardio for? Like, let's just we should just be doing sprints, like <laughs> just base 90, running. Let's work on sprints, stealing. Whatever, yeah. whatever the. Whatever it is from first, and maybe you do a couple, let's go to second base sprints, but the, yeah, outside of maybe that, maybe even like, third, maybe even third. Yeah. Heck, but makes no sense to do this jogging, monotonous cardio that has nothing to do with the game. It's a great point. Soccer, I get it. <laughs> what know? The, but, like, lacrosse, I get it. Yeah. Baseball, so true. I'm Anyways. standing Yeah. all day. That's it. That's all I, I got. I'm standing the for the furthest I can possibly run. Is on an inside the park home run. So why am I ever doing more than that right now? And then I'm going to get a long break.
1: Shout out to all my baseball coaches that made me do conditioning.
0: Yeah, when I was when I was younger, baseball was my least favorite sport. Now that I'm older, I really wish I would have kept playing baseball because man, it looks like a much easier job for uh, much more pay.
1: I don't want to. I don't want the easier job. I want the more fun one. I'm going basketball. Uh, hockey Uh, hockey's another one i'd fucking play hockey over baseball and honestly if i was any good at golf that would probably be the one that i chose
0: hockey hockey was great i would love to do that yeah
1: well just how insane is the 700 million dollar contract in other sports worlds uh lionel messi had a uh, 674 million dollar five-year deal with barcelona back in the day um our our guy patty Mahomes. Uh, signed a $450 million deal uh, for 10 years. And then Steph Curry was uh, the next highest or one of the next highest at $215 million for just four years, which <laughs> that's a it's a damn good
0: pay. Well, and this is why I hate the way we value contracts because really, if you take the per year average, uh, Messi has the highest contract ever signed. Ever. Right? Yeah. Like, $674 million over five years and half the amount of time he's almost going to, he almost made $700 it, million. So what are we talking make
1: it about? Over $100 million Yeah, years.
0: like, I just think the way, the way contracts about. get listed in the media is stupid. Don't get me wrong. This is a blockbuster deal, but it's not. I'd much rather take that line on Messi contract. Anyways,
1: just the the number itself isn't the blockbuster blockbuster deal. I think it's uh it's the entire situation because um it's looking like the uh, the Dodgers are going to um, defer all but 2 million dollars of his annual salary. So that's right, 86 million of his 70 million per year until after the completion of... Of the contract that's right Uh, the deferred money is to be paid out without interest from 2034 to 2043 um which is it's cheating well so it's it's cheating you can't fucking do this what's the point of the cap there's so that's there a cap uh, in baseball
0: uh i think it's i don't know if it's like officially a cap it, the cap is weird right? in baseball. And I was about in basketball to say because I think you can like pretty much spend whatever you want, but I think there's a certain amount where it becomes like a like either like a penalization
1: because this is basically just making room for them to go out and get another Shohei Otani.
0: I I would be shocked if this contract is allowed to stand. I don't know if, if there's precedence or not of other teams signing contracts like this, but it seems weird that deferring payment would somehow avoid deferring
1: um, this much is like it's like it's like eyebrow like kind of questioning. like can they do that yeah well fuck shout out to otani man yeah God comes over here arguably one of the greatest baseball players ever to do it signs 700 million dollars uh over the next 10 years man um yeah i think it's you know what it is i think it's gonna it's gonna change baseball i think we're gonna see a lot more uh two-way uh players growing up or coming up in the uh in the mlb I think you're going to see a lot more of this. Guys trying to put every put it all on their
0: back, do everything.
1: Yeah, do everything. What, what man. do
0: you mean? To, you mean pitching and playing? the Yes. Field? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I mean, certainly it's uh, it, it's incredible. The dude is unbelievable. If he gets so, you
1: seven hundred million dollars over the next ten years, you're going to see other players try and do it. That's for damn yeah. sure.
0: So let's get to some uh, new Heights stamp of the week. I feel like we should probably give a stamp to Otani dude (laughs) i mean that's a stamp worthy that's a new heights
1: man if he's avoiding taxes man fucking sign me up too
0: yeah Oh, donnie's agents get a stamp of the week i guess all right let's hand out some stamps of the week for uh week 14 in the nfl who you got i'm gonna go listen we're brownies fans at hearts we grew up we love the browns love cleveland
1: believe them baby
0: yeah my man joe flacco former teammate from uh his time in philadelphia although brief uh is back in the NFL. He went from playing pickleball and doing who knows what to all of a sudden throwing for 311 yards and three touchdowns and the Browns 31, 27 victory over the Jaguars on Sunday. He is now 38 years old. And, uh, this was his second game with the Browns. Browns are now eight and five and are currently in the five seed in the AFC playoff picture. Dude, Joe's happy. He's back in the NFL, making plays, uh, He's had an incredible career, and he's still obviously got a, b- a lot left in the tank. Um, look forward to watching him uh, continue to ball out for the Brownies. Here we go, baby.
1: One of my first NFL games ever, um, my agent Mike Simon uh, sent me and my guy Dan Giordano out to Denver uh, to watch Derek Wolf play Joe Flacco in the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, that was the game that uh, Flacco threw uh, the game-winning uh, touchdown pass, and I felt like when you – when he threw this ball, it looked like a fucking punt. He can throw the ball so far and so high; it is ridiculous, <laughs> and it's just butter. It just comes out perfect spiral.
0: It's a cannon. It's impressive.
1: I was blown away uh, by that game, let, a, let alone uh, the fact that Flacco um, had such a such a big game. And uh, yeah, shout out to Joe for taking his game to new heights, man. Uh, from the pickleball field uh, or pickleball court to the NFL, baby, he's just getting dubs, man. <laughs>
0: All right, who you got, Trev?
1: I'm going with uh, an electric ending to the Ravens and Rams game. Ravens wide receiver and punt returner, Tylan Wallace. That's right, man. Tied 31-31 to uh, at the end of game. Uh, in overtime, when the Rams were forced to punt after their first possession, he's able to return it 76 yards for a game-winning touchdown. gone, that's how you make your mark. It's an electric play. Hell yeah, especially with them uh, being having the one seed right now. Uh, that was a huge, huge victory for him. Um. Obviously uh as a wide receiver, coached by wide receiver Greg Lewis. <laughs> I mean, hey, anytime, G Lou. Anytime I give G Lewis shout out, man, you gotta give G Lewis shout out. Slew, as he would say. That man's feet are out here, slew <laughs> like a like a motherfucker. And then uh yeah, Wallace only had six career catches before entering Sunday's game and had uh never returned a punt in the NFL prior to this clip. So this is uh this is pretty nuts, man.
0: It's a pretty good first one. <laughs>
1: hey game winner sign me up shout out to t wall for uh i don't even know if that's your nickname but it is for me
0: Uh, (laughs) dude i know exactly what you're doing right now and it's so smart
1: t wall baby congrats for taking your game to new heights man hell of a return brother
0: tw way to go (laughs) tw all right that wraps up another episode of new heights Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube to the New Heights channel so you know when all the new episodes are coming out. And uh, make sure to check out our bonus video this Friday. We are going to preview our Week 15 games and narrow down the entries for the greatest highlights of all time bracket to name our top 32 clips. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Once again, New Heights is presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment and brought to you by Uncrustables. Hoo hoo The best part of the sandwich. Gosh,
0: they're so good.
1: Never in my entire life did I think that an Uncrustable was a sandwich until today. But thank you, Uncrustables, for uh, for getting my knowledge correct. <laughs> Follow the show on all social media. at New Heights Show with one S. Thanks to our production and crew for always making us look way better than we are. And thank you to the 92 percenters for tuning in. We'll see you guys later this week. Peace.
0: You got a friend in me. Is that our next remake? You got a brother in me. All righty.